Welcome to another episode of Bertie and Paul. We are back. Celtic are back, so we are back. And I'm delighted, as usual, to be joined by Martin Hendy. How do you, how are you going on? <laughs> just Hendy's going yeah. to How are you doing? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, really, really well. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't complain. Can't complain at all. Yourself? Uh, yeah, glad the kids finished school today, so we are officially on holiday now. See, they were off today. I think yeah, yesterday they finished school, so they're happy enough. They're just they're trying to get Josh's haircuts. Not happening ever. So he's got no interest in his haircuts. We were down today and talking gesture, just ran away. So that was me. So yeah, apart from that, we're down. Rachel was swimming in the sea in Dunleary today with our our. All our pals, so she was in the sea, so so I kind of made a loose comment that I might do it next year, but we'll see. I think you need to get your your body ready for it, you know, that way. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, really, yeah, I, just, I like this time of year, because nobody's really working, so you can get some quiet time yourself, and I enjoyed the World Cup, and, uh, but it's all, I think it's slightly bizarre, the amount of games that are coming up and the, the football and stuff like that, but yeah, we have to do, we have to do this, you know what I mean, get back into it, back in the swing of things, you know what I mean, there'll be loads over the Christmas period, aren't there? loads of games on and stuff. Aye, they come thick and fast, don't they, this time of year? And also the, apparently the demand for tickets is pretty, like it's going to be full, full houses, where people, people will be up from London, etc, etc, to see this game, you can't get a ticket for love nor money, so... That's good as well. It's good to create that sort of people. Everybody wants to come and watch the watch the sale. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's tough though because it's not. It's never. It's never completely full. It's just uh, because there's no way for season ticket holders to uh, reassign a ticket or anything. Um, it kind of makes the. The, the pool for tickets a very very small one for people who aren't you know aren't going regularly. Yeah, we get a nice nice thing to come up. Got to back to Glasgow and get a game on a couple of games in, especially now because there's there's tons of games that they're coming. It's all Wednesday, Saturday. It's going to be really good fun. It's also a strange time. I, I can't really get my head around about it. The fact is that usually that when this time Celtic are running out of gas, aren't they? And they get into that sort of. The sort of final Rangers game before the, the second part of the, the season, you know, the, 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 the break starts and the, the second part of the season start, starts. And Celtic are never really that good to run about this time of the year, but this is a different time of year because of the World Cup. So we don't really have any any sort of context of what's going on. We've just got a Celtic team that have turned up. And actually, really just, it's if this is... If this is your chance to pick your team, he's sort of he's picking the players. McGregor's back, Tati in the middle. It's kind of funny how they set up Ralston as well at right back. Uh, and yeah. I think that's his, his team, isn't it? Really, isn't it? Well, it is his team, but he's not really changed anything. He's just picked. It's pretty familiar. It's pretty comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I think that that team that started last night is pretty much his team, probably. Juranovic plays instead of Ralston. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's probably pretty much his favourite. 11, Maida and Abada can swap in and out, but 
Yeah, pr- pr- pretty much there or thereabouts. So it's funny. So so, so take us through last night then, from the point of view of like I've got no, I've, I'm I'm all over the place. I can't really work out what people are thinking, or you know what I mean. So what what's the the, the feeling in the, in the terraces? Is it great to be back? Did they enjoy it last night, or just give me give me some yeah. synopsis of what's going on? Yeah, so I got the the train up last night at ten to seven for for those who want to know what time to get the train up at. So, I, so it passed through Central about seven o'clock, and uh, the train was packed. Uh, everyone up for it. Kind of felt like you'd never you'd never been away. Yeah. Um, the short ride out to Dalmarnock from Central, um, boisterous and you know the smell of alcohol and just dirty humans. So ah, it was all it was all good. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, it was it was uh, it was a good good game from the point of view that you know we had the ball lots and we were creating lots of chances, but it was a bad game from the point of view that we were creating a lot of chances and not taking any. Um, so that that was one of the, I think, frustrations, and that, that was kind of being fit uh, in the stands, um, that we seemed to keep getting into position, especially out wide. It kind of felt like out wide in the first half. We kept getting in the good areas, firing the ball across the face of goal, down that alley between the defense behind the defenders and in front of the goalie, defenders weren't clearing it. Goalie wasn't able to come for it, but it was just getting fizzed straight across, and no one from our team was, you know, getting into position and and you know getting a connection. Um, it's a, it was the kind of player that you were looking for, is you know like a a Steven Gerrard or a Frank or Frank Lampard and their heyday would have just been making the the runs beyond the lines and would have just been, you know, sliding in and, and battering those balls into the net. Whereas for whatever reason, for most of the first half, we just couldn't, couldn't make the correct runs or, you know, the, the players weren't seeing the runs. I don't know. So there was a bit of frustration there. Um, and the manager was getting frustrated. There was a lot of head shaking last night, which he's not, he doesn't normally give anything away really, unless he's really angry. But there was a lot of head shaking last night. So we said, this is how we're going to play. This is how we can break them down. But people weren't doing what he was expecting of them. Um, so it was a bit of frustration there. I would have said as well in the first half, we looked a bit rusty. I know we've already had a game, but it just felt like no one could get their passes right. It was like Satnav was off or something. Yeah. Um, a lot of misplaced passes in the first half as well. Not in... Uh, not in particularly dangerous areas, um, but just just weren't quite um, quite on form. So I'll go back uh, to the Ange. Ange is always a interesting interesting character, isn't he? In terms of you're trying to always try to second guess what he's what he's actually thinking about what's going on, and he doesn't seem to be like he like after the streaming tour. It looks in my head. He's sort of upped his level of what he's happier with or happy with, and I think he's commenting on Saturday or Saturday was McGregor 
just had the ability to, to do that and things just weren't really going our way or you know what I mean and then last night he was a bit more animated off than half time before half time wasn't he is it, it, there a frustration but I don't understand it as well from us because I don't really understand if he's been tell, he's told the guys to fizz the ball across like surely then is that not better to have two in the box two strikers you've got somebody hitting the front I- post somebody hitting the back post it's harder to do it if you're just that one guy by yourself. And I think the issue we have is most of the time it was coming from Abada. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's coming from the other wing, Abada's quite good at drifting in. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, he seemed to be the main supply line. The other thing is O'Reilly, Hatati, and McGregor like to float on the outside of the area. They don't, they're never in at that six yard box um, you know they just don't make those types of runs so but then, um, but then if it but see this is the thing if it's if it's so prescribed in terms of this is what we're doing like surely the ball should be I don't know I, I don't understand I understand of putting the balls across but then surely you should be you should be stacking up the, that six yard box whereas in the World Cup there's more cutbacks Man City are doing a lot more cutbacks, drilling the ball back the way, deeper than we were, you know what I mean? So I, I understand his frustration, but actually, if Jota's not on it, then if Jota's not floating in, or you're, if you're expanding the pitch to make sure he's there, is Kyogo got the ability to get onto these balls? It, it seems that he got one. I don't, I don't know. Uh, he got on one of them. Yeah. But even when, even when Livingston scored the own goal, uh, Ange didn't even like celebrate it. He, he like he turned around and was just shaking his head still at John Kennedy. I mean, he was absolutely fuming that it was an own goal and that we still hadn't got on the end of it. <laughs> so, uh, and I don't know. He obviously made comments afterwards about there'll be changes, you know, because of performance. I mean, Kyogo still scored ultimately, so it would be a bit harsh if he was dropped. But presumably these balls that were being fizzed across were intended for him because there's no one else was, as far as I can tell, is going to be making the runs from deep. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just, it's interesting because as, as, as I always think, really, it's funny when the interviewers are always interviewing Angie, it's as, always, as if he's just arrived. What is it? It's 18 months into his tenure now, so... These things should be maybe a bit more. Fl- I, I just think I, I'm beginning. To, the the Kyogo question and the, his tactics question is always, I suppose, going to be there because it's always put to the test every week, and he's saying that he puts these players to the test every week. But ultimately, if ultimately you like to have more better days than having thirty shots and goals, you get my drift. Like he's always putting himself to the test. And I get that, but uh, yeah, if Kyogo, I mean, how good is Kyogo now? In your brain now, are you still thinking he's a superstar, or is he? Is he changed? Is, I don't know. Is he changing in front of the fans, or is he just waiting for his purple patch to kick on and be this phenomenal football player that's going to be signed up by I don't know Newcastle for eighty million, or or is he? Has he got 
slight slight issues in this team, or does he need help? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any answers actually. I don't, this is the stuff that's bouncing around my head. Yeah, I mean the goal he scored last night was a good goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty much the only time he got in front of the defender and got on the end of one of these uh, fizzed fizzed balls. Mm-hmm. But there was another there was another point in the game in the first half where he got put through on goal at an angle and just knew if he hit it straight away, it's going yeah. to be straight at the keeper. Whereas if he had a little bit more about him, he could just take a, a slight touch to the right. Um, he would have changed the angle a little bit. Whereas he went it, he went through and just kind of hit, hit it first time and it was straight at the keeper. And it's, it's chances like that that I think we saw in the Champions League as well. Um, these chances, he's he's not been converting them to the to the, the kind of level you would want him to, mm-hmm. um, and probably, I don't know, possibly has proved that he's not that next level striker. That maybe domestically, yeah, he'll be he'll be fine. Um, I think as well as you know, he's he's in his late twenties as well. It's not like he's a, you know, a a guy in his early twenties who's still kind of trying to iron out some, some mistakes or you know bad decision making. Should these should be kind of his peak years now? No, I, I'm just I, again, I, I'm, I'm I like Hugo and I like, I like the stuff that they're doing, but the. the the point would be then is 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 Coco's system getting the best out of him? We we just come we just come thinking Kyogo's Japanese playing the system he can do this and do that. But I'm wondering I'm wondering if the Postacoco system is getting the best out of that striker, or or he can only hit such and such a level because he spends his whole time making runs that he's not going to hit. It's also interesting that the midfield now of that that sort of three man midfield. And is that a proper midfield that's going to get us? Is, is going to get us? Because I mean, look at Riley. Riley was really shots against Real Madrid. He, he played really well. He, he was moving forward, still in that McGregor role. But these are questions that these questions that if Postecoglou sits back in his laurels, or or, or does he uh, twist again in the transfer market? He's got a right back. He's got a left back. He's got a right back, left back. Whatever the guy plays, right back is it? Right back. And he's got a a left side defender, a Japanese player. So he's looking to get somebody else. But I'm wondering if Ange if he's Ange is getting frustrated with he with he bite the bullet and and, and change up, uh, and bring a different type of player in. It's I, I just think it's a tough job, the number one striker for Celtic in a in a sort of three prong attack. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm talking nonsense. Maybe Glakimakis is the but Glakimakis seems to not get the chance, so uh. Yeah. Don't know if there's something going on behind the scenes uh with him and his agent as well. Um, well that was a story, yeah. wasn't it? The Glakimakis story did come out. But these things always happen, don't they, when there's a wee bit of quiet time. There's always something going on. And then obviously uh Janovic seems to be on his way, which is fine because we've made the replacement. We see we have done the, the right bit of business. Hopefully, this guy Johnson will be good, and 
But that'll be good. That'll be good for Celtic. We wish him all the best and he moves on in January. But then you wonder if, if it's the money they're talking about, would Postacoglu change... If he's not going to change his system, would he upgrade Kyogo and push for that? Mm-hmm. Or is he going to be a Martinite-name type guy who just keeps the keeps keeps faith in the team? Yeah. The players he's got. I mean... I'm not sure. I mean, these are questions he's got to answer the next three or four weeks, you know? I mean, I'd, I'd rather have Juranovic than £20 million because Juranovic is a good player. Um, um, we kind of get too excited about big numbers when ultimately he's a good right back. Um, he's, you know, He's he's played some like football match cup and you know done really well for himself and showed that he can play at a really high level. So why would I want to sell someone like that so early on in their contract? Um, so for me, uh, I would just I would want them to be here and uh, you know continue to be part of something we're trying to build. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want us. I know we've sold some players over the last few years, but none as quickly as that. You know, that's a that would be a season and a half, and we'd be flipping a player. Um, it's not. It's not long enough. I think you know we we buy players and we put them on long contracts so that we can try and have some continuity. Manager build a team, having players in and out and and. 18 months isn't isn't stability it's not you know bad results and bad form comes when there's instability um, so I'd rather we were keeping the players I get it we're a selling club in commas but uh, we're not a desperate club so we don't we don't need to sell anyone at the moment but granted everyone's got their price no I, I, I've just took it like I, I, I totally get what you're saying I've just took it as I've just took it as gospel that he's going, so I've just made my mind up. Said that's fine. So I, I understand what you're saying. I, I think the player trading model, which the Rangers AGM said about twenty million times, I think they even talked about it when they were talking about their this upgrade on disabled toilets, or whatever. They were talking about player trading model. So Celtic are in that sort of world. It's whether or not you can replace like for like and maybe that's Johnson guy is I mean, he seemed to do pretty well for Canada he's, he talks a very good game apparently he doesn't have the pace but he's, he's got the every, every other attribute and he can be coached so this might be a nice simple one Hendo that just gets done and he just slots in and out uh, and that's fine I don't mind the Celtic I, I get what you're talking about the team and stuff like that but um, it's it's, it'd be different if it was McGregor going, but, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I just if he wants to go fine, but if we're going to pay big bucks for him, then take the money and just see if we can we can reinvent the team. But I wonder if Postecoglou is in that sort of frame of mind. I mean, Maeda, Maeda. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. I'm not too sure if he's like I know Postecoglou's getting angry and he. He wants the team to be sparkling, and maybe the world team will sparkle. It will do as, as the weeks go on. I mean, we might, we might be ready to smash Beal into the ground in a couple of weeks' time, which would be absolutely fantastic. Again, it's just a slightly unknown 
at this time of year, you're, is the team just waiting to spark up again? They've been six weeks, five weeks off, most of them. Not playing football, went to Australia for some mad tour. So, Rangers have got a new manager, the teams are a bit, seem to be a bit more negative coming back, they've all re- regrouped and, I don't, and done training sessions. So, I, just, I just don't know, you're just waiting for it to fire up. It's not fired up mm-hmm. yet, has it? But then, again, that's natural after five weeks away. Yeah, I think we've had two stuffy games. I mean, Aberdeen at home. It's good games to win, but good games to win. Yeah, they, they, they were determined not to concede a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, they were determined to score a goal. They were determined not to concede one. Um, so to break that down, you know, has, has to be seen positively. Um, and then the game that last night, Livingston, like it or not, are a really well-organised team. Um, and even when they had the ball, they were brave enough on the ball. It's not like they hoof it up the park and just, you know, try to hit a, you know, yeah. hit a big striker or it. And, you know, they were they were trying to play play a little bit of football with a, the little bit of possession they, they had. But ultimately, they were, you know, content to just try and frustrate us as well. So it wasn't... It wasn't um, it wasn't ever going to be that open, um, which you know is going to make it difficult for us. But that said, we still managed to get a lot of balls into their box yeah. and not get on the end of them. You see, I, I'm not taking. I mean, I'm delighted. I want Celtic to. In my wee, what we had, you just keep, <coughs> you just keep grinding on. Let's just get these games won, and just keep moving on. So I'm delighted. I'm just taking my cue from Postecoglou's demeanour. You get my drift. He's not unusually annoyed standing there. He looks like he wants to push it up. And I'm just looking at certain parts of the team and saying, well, look, McGregor's back. Turnbull's injured again. Is there anybody in midfield that can come in and rev it up? Probably not, is there? Any other players that are playing? This would be, no? I don't know, I don't know if Turnbull would been playing in the first half when Fired across that he would have maybe broken the line a bit and yeah. and got in there. Um, feel like he he does drift forward a bit more. He's happy to get up there. I just don't really think McGregor O'Reilly or Hatati that that's their thing. But that's the thing. But that, that, so you're looking at it saying if Postecoglou is looking to shake it up, does he have any players in the background? I don't know. I'm not sure. And then up front, then you're looking and saying. Kyogo's missing chances, he's scoring chances, he's getting there. He started he was scoring when he scored against Mullowell, that was sort of him looking he was looking as if he was gonna go on a streak. But then the World Cup comes, he doesn't get picked for Japan, so he's had a break. So you'd fully expect him to be super sharp and super fit and maybe that'll just come to pass at the weekend, you know. And uh, we just we start rocking it and we start smashing teams, but that's never ever gonna happen every single game of the season. Uh, it does take time. It possibly just seems to be annoyed or slightly frustrated. At the moment, that's all. That's a good thing, isn't it? I mean, Rangers seem to have been standards. Yeah, standards. Yeah, Rangers are, are doing whatever they're doing. Obviously, it was my fault that Arfield scored two goals last couple of nights ago. Arfield's goals were ridiculously poor. So we we are, we've now in a stage where we are we are developing. Uh, and Glakimakis might go. I'd be disappointed if Glakimakis went, but I could see why he'd go. Because 
he is a good football player and he should be playing first team football for any a team, should he? Uh, yeah, should he? I, th- I think it's difficult in the in the kind of way that teams set up now because most teams only play one recognised striker. Um, you know, so how many teams just have one guy that plays all the time? I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think. There's been a number of games where Kyogo's not scored or misfired um, that you would think. And, you know, Jackamakis has scored goals. Uh, you know, his minute-to-goal ratio must be pretty decent as well for us. Uh, you know, why, why, why am I the one that starts and Kyogo comes on as the, the sub Um and to be honest, sometimes it would make more sense for that because most teams never swap out their central defenders. You know, when they do this, the subs now, like blasting on five subs, it's pretty much never the central defenders or I would say, um, you know, the fullbacks. It's always like middle to front. The players get switched up. Um you know, there's probably an argument to say why not bring on Kyogo when the defenders are getting a bit more tired and let him stretch the stretch them that way and, you know, let Jack and Marcus put in the more kind of bruising shift. Yeah. Um, whereas we kind of have the have the reverse logic put on the kind of big clumsy guy when there's about 15, 20 minutes to go. And also what you're doing is also, in this scenario, which we've created for ourselves, we get into the Champions League and get in the bottom of the group, is we don't have any other testing situations where Kyogo can stretch a defence because it's probably going to be Aberdeen and these teams setting up like they did against us, and they're not going to set up to allow us to put room at the back to for Kyogo to run through. You know, you know that way. So he needs to be up with the needs to be up with the wingers and needs to be getting to that front post. If that's the way Ange has yep. decided to play, I mean it's just fact. Yep. If Jimmy Johnson's got the ball on the right and he comes inside, you make sure you get to that front post and get the, when he gets the ball across, you make sure you're on it. Uh, that's how he's got to get his goals and that's how he's got to make his name for himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. simple as that. Jota as well. Jota's. I think Jota must be looking at the Portugal side and thinking, well, I could really... have my career started to move in that sort of direction because I think that's a team that could be winning Euros or doing something in the not-so-distant future. They look like a really good team. And he must be mm. champing at the bit to get into that sort of national placing, you know? That must be a carrot for him to, to kick on his Celtic. Yeah, but, I mean, playing Champions League... Playing Europa League should be a good, a good level for someone like that, and get him the international recognition he's looking for. If that's what he wants, no, no, who knows? He maybe like likes the time off. Just <laughs> <laughs> his hair. His hair tinted, styled. Oh, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just an interesting time. It really is an interesting time because, look. I'm not really bothered about the, the nine points lead. Obviously, I'm bothered about it, but I'd like to start to see if if, if, if Ange could get them clicking again. That'd be lovely to watch, wouldn't it? Just get them clicking and moving through the gears. 
McGregor Park's just it brilliant. Well, it's uh, just about getting the, the 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 right kind of style. Like they always talk in boxing about styles make fights. Yeah, um, it's a bit like that for our matches as well. You kind of need a team that's going to play a little bit, um, so that there's a bit more openness to the game. Whereas, just it's difficult if teams are just keeping it so contained. Well, I mean, like. The way this guy Beale's talking, the, the sort of rhetoric he's come out with, he seems to be very, very sure of himself, so maybe that's the type of game we will see uh, in a couple of weeks' time. It's been be lovely to see that type of game, and then maybe like secure go then would sharpen the pencil, and you know, I, I don't think. I, I'm still kind of a bit scratching my head at Tom English and all these people talking about Hatati, I think. He's a young guy, loads of energy. Why wouldn't he be playing off the shoulder, off the playing in that deeper, sorry, more forward midfield role? I mean, maybe he just needs a, a talking to because that seems like a place where he can play in the half turn and move. I don't understand why he can't move up there, you know? Or just, yeah. I don't. And the three in the middle of the park sometimes does look slightly disjointed to me, but I'm just maybe I'm just old fashioned and I like maybe a different way of looking at the, the midfield. Sometimes I don't think they're close enough and it looks a bit disjointed. But I, I thought Hatati would be that perfect type of player. I mean, just to make that gamble and get himself in the box. Well, sorry, he has the energy. Mm. You know what I mean? And then you can sub him off after. 50 minutes like we always do or try to do um, yeah it's just good it's good that it's back I, I'm enjoying the fact that it's back I'm enjoying the f- it's kind of a bit strange for me but I just it's just these questions in my head at the moment you know and you're just kind of looking at it you know Mikey Dahl was unhappy with Tom English and kind of <clears throat> saying that is Posta Cockley going to be happy with this type of football playing against and I'm I don't. I, I, I'm. I'm more of the, the view that Pat Bonner was talking about. And the view of one, is looking at how how he can get, fifty, ten percent better at the players. How he can get his system to. I think that's what Buster Cockley's thinking about all the time. He's not really thinking about, the entertainment will come if he can get his players to to do what they're they've been they've been coached, every day. You know, I think that's what he finds the joy out of. Again, I'm talking for a yeah. guy that I don't know. But that's uh, Livingston just using them as the examples that's who we played yeah. they're not there to entertain our fans no no they're there to win a football match or not lose a football match because yeah, uh, yeah. they certainly certainly weren't trying to win it but they, they they were doing everything they could not to lose it um, so there will be matches where it's not a Hollywood spectacular with with seven goals and dramatic finishes. That's that's sport. This is just one of the yeah. the, the many strands what sport involves. That it's not going to be blockbuster football every time you turn up, and that's why you turn up as a fan because you can guarantee if it was four 0 every single match, people would say this is boring. I know that once we score four goals, that's kind of it. We stopped playing. You know, people would be bored at that point. So, um, yeah, I think it's just... 
Do you remember us on Not, not, help, not, not helpful commentary from someone in yeah, a Tom English at all. Position, Do you know position? I, I used to sit. I used to sit as a boy, like with the radio on, or over the teletext. And my mm-hmm. dad would be doing something. I'd come back from the judo. I'd sort of sit there. I'd, I'd just be getting. I'd try and get down because we we lived in a wee village, so I used to drive from Hamilton, wherever it was, to, to the wee village in Blackwood. So. I sort of just sit there looking at the teletext, <laughs> yeah, waiting for the Faulkner to appear or Sunday to appear to give us the one nothing win. I mean, like, and I always remember it, and, like, and it would never appear, and we were like, wherever we were that season, it's not back in the day chat, but it's that remembrance of sitting there 91 minutes, come on, somebody appear in teletext, Tommy Coyne, somebody appear, and it doesn't mm-hmm. do it, and you're like, soon as his, or whatever, Smith's getting a little, you know I mean? You're just like, and that stuff, you can't take for granted McGregor putting that ball in the back of it in Aberdeen because that's team spirit. And I want to say about Celtic guys, and I was watching, I watched loads of highlights today. I was watching the women's uh, football. I really enjoyed it. And the women's football, the same sort of rapport and all the team coming up and celebrating is in the women's football as much as the, the women's Celtic team as much as the, the men's Celtic team. So, those goals from McGregor and him coming back and that goal from McGregor, like that, that spurs him on and the team, you know what I mean? And, and it, it, those sort of goals, it's goals that if you don't have, then you end up dropping points and our conversation. So this is, we're in the right place, we've got the right manager, we've got the right team. But it's again, you don't want our manager to be, you want our manager to be disgruntled, but you're just trying, trying to look forward and see like, what is this better team that he's got in mind? Is it, better players or better performances from the players he's got and in January Celtic are doing their business early which is fantastic but again if you look at the team that started there it, we don't have do we have anybody that came in from the, the summer time that, do we? we don't have anybody from the summer do we? that have changed the team that's in the team that started last night. Yeah. Was it? Uh, I don't think so, because Starfelt and Carter Vickers yeah. were both last. Best. Taylor was already there. Ralston mm-hmm. was already there. O'Reilly came in January. January, yeah. Um, so did Tatati. McGregor was already there. Jota was last summer. Yeah. Uh, um, Kogo was last summer. And Avada was last summer. So there was no one from the summer there that was in the starting 11 um, their man Burnaby came on he was just signed in the summer wasn't he he's sort of he came on at left back I mean he's he looks a bit hit and miss yeah uh, who else came on well, I, think was only, I think it was only a couple yeah. of subs I don't think he I don't think he Moy Aaron Moy came on we signed him in the summer yeah yeah, okay. I mean, look, he played well in the World Cup. Maybe a bit. Again, I'm looking for that. <laughs> and honest to God, if I heard the word fine margins in the World Cup once, I heard it a thousand times. I was like turning my TV off and throwing remote controls and turning podcasts off and throwing my phone. But I'm not looking for fine margins. I'm just saying, if you start the last two games with the players that we've already had from the start, which is brilliant, brilliant continuity, it's great for the team. But maybe this January is the time where that, that superstar player arrives 
that brings mm-hmm. I mean, brings the the Ange show onto another level uh, for Scottish football and for the sake of our European my sorry not your my European dreams of you get my drift it's just it's a lovely time but it's just there's loads of questions that can be asked in terms of freeing resources up to get better players or do we get these to Kyogo going about 30 game run of scoring every goal scores 60 goals and then oh brilliant you get sold to Liverpool for a million zillion quid is that going to happen Hatati these are are the next couple of months that you're really going to see it you'll see it then and I know you're saying about Janovic but Janovic basically shot window and did it didn't he like he, I mean, he couldn't done. He couldn't have done anything else in the World Cup to sell yeah. himself. So good for him. You know, the, the only player that came on last night, it was a summer sign, was uh, Haksavanovic. Yeah. Uh, well, I heard your man John Paul Dyke talking about him, saying he was like, he's been his Player of the Year and real signing. I, I'm not sure. But maybe I just don't. I, I think he's a really good football player. I just, I'm not sure. He's been that impactful, but I I I I think there's it's there it's there to come, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you think? He's good. He's a good player, but uh, he's good. But I think he's still he's not he's not in the starting eleven, is he? He's not he's not dislodged Jota, Abada, or Maeda. They seem to be the kind of favoured wide players. Um, that said, though, he's he's. He's been good in the games he's played, and he's yeah, yeah. he's scored. scored as well. He started scoring, so I'm more happy. I'm sorry, I'm waiting to see this. But the rumours were that he's he's getting his preseason, blah blah. So that that'll be good to see in the next couple of months because he'll have plenty of games, plenty of opportunity to really shine. And let's hope he does because he's a, he is a good football player. And he's the sort of guy that, although Postecoglou sort of putting fizz in the ball, and he can break teams up by his, his movement in the box and driving at players and. Getting, he's a bit more direct, isn't he? And uh, mm-hmm. he was he was scoring goals before Chris, uh, the World Cup. But again, this is a World Cup thing. Once you stop football players, it seems that they, they don't pick up the thread straight away. It takes, you know what I mean. They need they need games to get the thread going. Sometimes it takes them longer. I mean, Jota has been quiet-ish the last couple of games, but like, I mean. Maybe it's just what this time of year. I mean, he 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 was flying, you know. But that's just the way it goes. Yeah. So are you going the weekend? What is the weekend? The weekend's St Johnston. Yes, yeah, Saturday at twelve. St so Christmas Eve. Then is that, I'm all lost with this Christmas carry on. I can't. Not, maybe Christmas today for all I know. I'm sort of all over the place. You know what I mean. No, I, uh, I'm starting to get that way where I'm losing track of the days. It's only been one day. It's not even been a day. I was at school today with the Carol concert. Um, I'm losing my way already. Yeah, well, I'd, I was. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I finished yesterday, but then I ended up working today, but I didn't work because anyway, just silliness. Yeah, I was kind really of thinking it's Christmas tomorrow, but it's not. So we'll see what happens. But like Christmas Eve game at Celtic Park. There was a famous one years ago. I remember attending. Please have to look that up. Was it like it was? I remember being there, up the top stand, and it was like it was really good fun. Like I would be wearing the Santa hats and all that. Like it was a really good laugh, so you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I've had one at home. Christmas, Christmas. Christmas. that'd be bright. And uh, 
Callum Davison bringing his, his mighty St Johnston to the Celtic Park to mix it up. Mix it up. Was it Stevie May? And they've got Stevie May and your man. Another guy. And was well. Yeah, they're, they're playing well, actually, and he's done really well with them, so maybe that'll be a good game. It should be a good game, eh? Yeah, <laughs> Mr. English isn't, Tom English isn't uh, correct. Posse Corkle is getting bored and all that, but I think Mikey Dahl's champing oh, a bit bored. too. Oh, you see the difference between Angie's and Angie's press conferences and Beale's. I've been, I've been listening to all Michael Beale's or whatever his name is, press conferences. Jeez, oh, you think Michael Beale was the greatest football manager of all time? The way they just, they're, they're just, it's all praise the beat. It's just, oh, it's unreal. It's, it's box office for me. I love listening to these guys, sycophantics, talking to him the way they talk to him about it. And, and the way he keeps having to keep readdressing himself because he, he's saying, I beat Aberdeen before. And he's like, no, sorry, Stephen Gerrard. You know what I mean? He's, he's, actually, he's actually built this, this universe that he was the manager of Rangers. Like, I'm like, like, anyway, hopefully... Be quite nice to wipe the smile off his face in a couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, it's it funny because um, Michael Beale's essentially got what months of managerial experience yeah, and yeah. years of kind of backroom coaching and academy experience, yeah. and in a fairly kind of soft, positive reaction to him being appointed. Yeah. versus when we appointed Ange Postacoglu, who's, you know, got a pretty long managerial CV club and yeah. country. Yeah. It was like, who's the kiddie? What a joke. Rangers <laughs> are going to get like 25 in a row now. Um, Celtic are absolutely clueless. Um, right, okay, so we've gone and got something, something a bit different, but, you know, pretty strong CV and you basically got a guy that used to be John Kennedy um, he's, he's, he's a better he's so funny but he's like I'm not going to give anything I, I'll try I won't do his accent I'll do it later but my voice has disappeared I'm not going to give it, I'm not going to give these any tidbits any give anything away for the Aberdeen game and then he's like, oh, then he's like but we'll play with two up front you know but he just did he just did this thing that he said you but like, it's as if Aberdeen's like, oh, he's going to play up two up front, and he's like, we're going to do it. And he's just throwing these little things out to the Rangers the Rangers interviews, and they're loving it. They're just loving his chat, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, he, he, most he, in the pudding, will not Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's the beauty of it. I think he said, didn't he, if he, him and Stevie G stayed, they would, we, we'd, we'd never won the league. Uh, when he'd done his podcast before he took, he took the job. So there you go, big words. Let's see if he can uh, back it up, you know. But fantastic. Well, if, if I don't speak to you, enjoy your, your Christmas, young man. But I mean, I'll speak to you before Christmas Eve, mate. Well, maybe speak to you on Christmas Eve, eh? You'll be full of the Christmas Why? spirit. You'll be hitting that, hitting that selling shop. Hitting that selling shop like an absolute. 
last minute shopping, getting Cheryl the scarf she always wanted. Right, so we're all sitting, this is, I'm, all allowed, I'm all allowed one story. So we're all sitting at Christmas, all the canes are over. It's the, 50, it's the 4th of December, right? All my family come over from Scotland. I, get, I cook them on Christmas dinner, and then that's them done, because obviously in Scotland it's colder, my little brother's in London, and I just always do them Christmas in the start of, the, the start of December. So that's the tradition in our family, they come over to Dublin and they always enjoy themselves. But mum and dad give us all presents, and that's great. So there's our, our Joshua pulling out his Adidas training top, big Celtic badge on it. I like that's nice, not the hoodie, the Adidas the hoodie yeah. is lovely. And then Martin, yeah, Martin, my younger brother, great, yeah. <laughs> Martin, my younger brother's pulling it out as well. He's like, oh, that's just really nice. That's top. So I'm just fully, <laughs> I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just seeing a few squishy presents there. I'm thinking, magic. Job done? Nope. <laughs> what? what? An, old <laughs> for, an old 45 and I could buy it probably myself with my... <laughs> But I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this wasn't part of my Christmas experience. It's a lovely yeah. The gear's great. I mean, the gear's absolutely fantastic. I'm really proud. Josh is wearing it all the time. Wearing about Dublin or wherever he, he goes. Uh, it's lovely. It's a lovely... Maybe maybe mum and dad were probably right, because I'd be wearing it all the time as well. So maybe he didn't, didn't want his, his son wearing the same gear. But yeah, it's lovely gear. It's lovely clothes, that I mean. Uh, yeah, so I didn't get mine. But I got the Boca, though, the Boca 10. I got the Lisbon Lions Boca 10 with the 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 the, the travel sort of travel camper van thing uh, as a badge. Yeah. It's lovely. Really nice. Really, really nice. I was really happy with that. So anyway, so maybe yeah, maybe we'll catch up at the weekend, eh? Well maybe do well, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, you enjoy your Christmas Eve. You're, I'm, I'm actually jealous now. You enjoy your Christmas Eve uh, football. I hope it's cra- I hope it's a cracker. I mean, what if a selection box underneath yeah. your underneath your seat handle? Eh? No. Yeah, no. Need to get all the chores done. Aye, uh, that's the plan. <laughs> get yourself yeah. up early. Get the ironing done. Get the presents out. Get all that sorted. Know what I mean? Get yourself a Celtic Park. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you everybody for listening to us. Loads of people are listening. And uh, thanks, Hendo, for making the effort tonight. And uh, maybe we'll talk to you over the weekend. eh? And if not, and hopefully Santa's good to you. Aye, for sure. Right, all the best. Take care, Hendo. Thank you so much. All the best. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.